0: studios in Alpine, Mississippi, the Blue Room. This is the Soundtrack of Life, a music podcast. I am Matt, as always with Sean. Yep. And special guest, my brother, Mike. I ain't gonna say his last name, which I think somebody already said it sometime before, but we keep the mystery. We've talked about your band. Yeah, we have, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, me. <man. laughs> but this is a Special episode in honor of, uh, as of the release of this, it'll be tomorrow. will be 40, 45 years. 45 years. Since the Skinner plane crashed and went down in Magnolia, Mississippi, or uh, which I think that's where the monument is. What do they call it? Gilbert. Gillsburg. That's it. Gillsburg. They were on their way to Macomb. They were on the way to Baton Rouge. Right. They were actually coming back. To try to land in Macomb. In Macomb. That's right. Yeah, right. right, right, yeah, right they were Greenville, South Carolina, to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to play
1: show. But this... Yeah, when you hear this one, it would have happened. Would have been the, yeah, as of today, uh, tomorrow, yes, when you hear
0: this. Yesterday. I thought it was the 22nd. 20, 20th. 20th? Oh. Never mind. But either way, within these next, these couple of days that you're hearing this, it was the t- 45th anniversary of the plane crash. 20th? I thought it was the 22nd.
1: You got me questioning myself. 20th side. or the 21st? I know that. 20th, 77. 20th of 77. 10, 27, 7. Okay. Yeah. That's so yesterday 7. would have yes, been 45, 45 years. 45 year anniversary. Do you remember it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been a year old. Well,
0: that's just my old joke for them. I gotta throw it out there since Spencer's not here.
1: I'd have been a year old, and a little bit over a year old, about a year and a month and. 27 days. No, 17 days.
0: I'll let you start. You could go through the history of it, but as far as where we're from and where we live, Leonard Skinner, their music. I grew up, I mean, if you lived here, you grew up listening to it, more than likely, unless you're some kind of weird person like Spencer.
1: There is three, maybe four artists that I remember as a kid listening to. We've talked about Jerry Reed. Because mm-hmm. my grandmother and granddaddy had that had a Jerry Reed tribute album to Jim Croce. I remember that eight track listening to it. I know we I know my granddaddy listened. I, for some reason, I guess on the radio. And that's the only reason. The only time they ever let me cuss is when I was saying the uh, "Devil Went Down to Georgia" song, <laughs> by, by Troy Daniels. And uh, I know we listen. I know for some reason Eddie Rabbit sticks in my mind. Driving my life away in rainy night, love a rainy night. But the biggest memory I have is Leonard Skinner. My dad was a huge Leonard Skinner fan, and uh, I've told this story before. When they had the shop making furniture up there, they played. They was playing Golden Platinum. That was the, I guess, the kind of greatest hits. I think
0: out. you. I think
1: you had that.
0: It seemed like I could, it was gold and platinum or it was it was blue no it wasn't that one. the one that you had was like pink or it was either you or mom and daddy had it bound to been you though it was just like a greatest hits kind of thing yes what it was yeah. yeah
1: and uh but they were playing it and uh I just like I said I remember seeing daddy strutting across the floor to uh uh give me three, give me three, three steps <laughs> But that's that's my that's how far mine goes back, and I was should have been in kindergarten. <laughs> we didn't have kindergarten. The kindergarten was optional back then, so I'd I, I would have been in kindergarten. But I was I was there in the shop where they were working, and I remember it. I think I might be getting some of them confused
0: because I the endangered species. You had that one. Yeah, that's the cover I remember. <laughs> It's like a pink orange mm-hmm. looking, yeah, because I, that makes sense. Golden Platinum. It just had a picture of them on it. had, like, a it?
1: blue cover, and it had, like, some woven stuff that was in gold, maybe, if I remember
0: right. I ended up buying, I bought this one, the all-time greatest hits. It just had 14, and it was just their biggest hits. I remember listening to it all the time, like, on the school bus after I bought it. I was... 12, 13 years old, something like that. They
1: released one not long ago, wasn't it the 45, 45th anniversary of the band and had all their greatest songs on it. CD, I, saw, I remember seeing the cover for it. It, it said, 75, said 45 on it. I don't
0: know. It would Well, that would have been probably Street Survivors. Street Survivors was their last album with the original band that come out and it actually come out after our... No, it had come just out come. It had just come out. What name was
1: the single? That then they come out then after. They, then they took them all off the shelves because of the they, fire. Had the, they had the, mm-hmm. had the flames behind them on the album cover. And they took it off they thought that was insensitive and just released mm-hmm. it with just them on the album. cover. But they've added it back. Yeah, they added it back. Yeah, yeah. Since then, no, no. Their... What I'm saying is here, here recently, whatever the 45th anniversary of the band was, they released a like 45. Oh, well, that would have
0: been. The first album came out in 73. Yeah. So that would have been... Four years ago? Yeah. Five. Four, yeah, four years ago. That that was... Yeah. Either way. Yeah. That. But they, they, was it pronounced or was it like a greatest... It just said 45 on no. it. Greatest hits, 45, 45th anniversary type thing. But they have gone. I don't know. There's, there's like a... And I don't know if it's just because of the plane crash or whatever else. But to me, they've always been really like there's been a mystery around them like you um, you got other bands that's like that's I don't say it's, that's happened to I mean you had Buddy Holly and them do it die in the plane crash and Stevie Ray Vaughan and all of that but they're like I don't know I can't really explain it like what a there's just I guess it just could 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 be because I'm drawn to them more so than about any other band but like you've said before what would they have done
1: had that not happened well they only had six albums Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know they they were were just hitting really hitting their stride actually i think that's kind of not true because um they had that one to come out in the 90s legend yeah it was some beat it it was some stuff that had not been released before yeah they had been recorded but they never released them it wasn't a new band stuff it was old Mm -hmm. stuff But they never had released it. Maybe it was the 80s. I can't remember exactly when it was. Well, their
0: reunion, you know, the plane crashed for 77. They had that reunion tour. In 87? In 87. Yeah. And then that was when the band reformed with Johnny singing. And then they released a few albums or whatever in the late 80s, early 90s. But to me, they didn't really like, they didn't start kicking back in until Ricky Medlock joined back up. That was in like '94. I've seen,
1: I've seen that's them. Three or four times. That. If I remember right,
0: I've only ever gotten to see him one time, and I had to go to Biloxi to do it. When I would come up here in Tupelo, I was too young to.
1: I saw him. Buy tickets. Saw him in Memphis, Mud Island with. Uh, <coughs> I think that's the concert I saw. That was uh, yeah, it was uh, Zach Wilde's Pride and Glory, Ted Nugent, and Leonard Skinner. I saw him in Nashville. Thirty-eight special open with Hank Jr. and then Leonard Skinner. I saw him. in Tupelo ZZ Top open for him, and then I saw him another time, and I forgot. I forgot who opened for him then. I think they come? No, jail. no, no. I'm sorry. They opened for ZZ Top, and I always thought, how in the world do you do a concert after somebody plays Freebird? You get up there and you
0: play. Jesus just left Chicago. Or uh, what's the?
1: No, they wouldn't have done
0: that in first. They go in just waiting wait for the bus, <laughs> or got me under pressure. There was one that came to Tupelo one time where it was them and the Almond Brothers, and they opened for the Almond Brothers.
1: Well, I think I saw them and Jackal open for. one time? Is that the one? No, Jackal opened for for Kiss. Yeah, that's the one. But that, I, I saw Jackal again. I think Jackal opened for them and Kiss. Uncle Richard
0: always told uh, told that story. Going to see Jackal down there and the dude pulling his britches down and wiping his butt with the <laughs> with got, the rule book. They got they got
1: Chupelo, that, yeah. the man from Tupelo over there. Yeah, the man from the Coliseum. Oh man, he jumped! He jumped down off the stage and running around. He got up, he got up went up the first the 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 risers mm-hmm. and got into the concrete between the mezzanine area and the risers and running around the Coliseum. Well, I'm like, my gosh, ain't he something. Well, he, he was there, They were there twice. I'm pretty <coughs> sure they opened for for ZZ Top too. I've seen ZZ Top twice. With people though. That's the one that I wish the Okay,
0: yeah, that's Jesse James Dupree, He's the lead singer from Jackal. That's who old Br
1: went and recorded with. We're in Georgia. It wasn't the rule book. It was they were handing out flyers in the parking lot. Oh, in open protest to kiss. Yeah, and uh, they were all out there in the in the all out there praying for everybody in that concert. And uh, I, don't it was, I don't remember if it was Gene Simmons or uh, Paul Stanley. Uh, Paul Stanley might have been with them then, but I know Gene Simmons was. Said something about, thank y'all for praying for us. We appreciate it or something like that. <laughs> Just some bull crap is all it was. I <clears throat> had a guy call me said, you want to go see Kiss? I said, "Yeah." How much tickets gonna cost? They said they're free. All you gotta do is snip some whiskey in for me. You got it. <laughs> they
0: were from Jacksonville, Florida, mm-hmm. and they started around right after the Almond Brothers hit it big. They actually formed earlier than that. It was like 1964 or something, and they mm-hmm. they were uh, had a band name, and then they were the One Percent Band because it was uh, Ronnie had told them that it was a only 1% of bands that that form ever make it make it big and then
1: I thought they meant to kill people
0: (laughs) no the the outlaw biker people no yeah 1% but but they went to uh, I think it was Robert E. Lee High School I remember what the right now yep. was, so our many yep. documentaries yep. and whatever else. Well, there's a gym coach down there that wanted them to cut their hair. Yep. And Gary, I think, was the only one still in school at the time, and the guy's name was Leonard Skinner. And so, as a joke, one night when they got up to play, Ronnie introduced the band as, our band name is Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> as a joke on Jerry and then it just stuck and so they changed the names the spelling the name to avoid I think he tried to sue them at one point but <laughs> but before he died heck they was interviewing him because heck he was the man who the band was named after and I think he kind of softened up to it
1: Mike but, when's the first time you remember listening to Leonard Skinner riding to school with my uncle did of course Richard, I, Richard carry you to school he did Richard did with an old 70 something model D-28 had old cassette tape in there. You know, I, sticks out in my head, Mississippi kid. Yeah. He played it all the time. <laughs> 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 so man. Back when I was a kid growing up and first started driving, that was, you've heard it everywhere. When you, uh,
0: well here, like me and Dusty kind of started playing guitar at the same time. And said me and Mike learned at the same time. Me and, you know, the three of us were learning me and Dusty, all we did was sit down and try to learn Leonard Skinner song. Well,
1: Kid Rock said it. He never wanna be. play guitar to you. He heard a lick like this and he plays Freebird. I don't remember the first one. Like a,
0: an, an early, I, I've i heard him my whole life and probably riding to school with him, I heard him, but I do remember, You know, I've told the story now that he's on here. I'll tell it while he's here. What made me into rock and roll was him letting me borrow ACDC Live and the Wallflowers bringing down the horse. I remember that when we listened to Johnny Lane, like on the way to church over here or whatever. And then uh, I remember that old Ford Ranger you had that sounded like the ticked-off Bumblebee <laughs> had uh, me and you and Jeremy Pannell in it riding to school. And it, you had uh, ACDC's Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap on cassette (laughs) but I think it was. I remember Chris Ledoux playing Chris Ledoux and then uh, I'm sure there was Leonard Skinner in there too but I one memory that sticks out in my head is uh, the beginning of Happy Gilmore
1: Tuesday's Gone in the credits of Happy Gilmore of of all movies we probably listened to all that stuff when we was you know we would go to movies after church on Sunday night Sean was going to turn me on Johnny Lane we talk about Johnny Lang a good bit <laughs> whatever happened here he have seen them his voice played out on him got some voice problems Kenny Wayne's still playing we went over to Shreveport saw him for his 25th anniversary of his second album it's been a year ago or was that earlier this year earlier this year I think that's right before we started doing man I've seen more concerts this year than I know we got we got two coming up this month gonna see Travis Triett Tupelo? Yeah. you i going to yeah. Whiskey Myers too. We're going to Whiskey Myers, and then we've got uh, Turnpike next month. Again, you Tuscaloosa. Then we're going to see Kenny Wayne in January up at the Ryman. And uh, we got one in December too. Oh, we're going to see Aaron Lewis in, de- in no, we're going to see Aaron Lewis this month too. Oh, see, so Whiskey Myers is December. Yeah, that's in December. Where are you seeing Aaron Lewis? Up in Memphis, pray for him. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> the Cannon Center up there. We might, we might make yeah. it alive out line. downtown. Life. It's down there by the river. <laughs> <laughs> Bad enough,
0: but I, but it, you know, I think they come. You talking about people coming up hard? Talking about Loretta Lynn, like people coming up. They come up hard down there in the ghetto, what they called it, Shanty Town down there in Jacksonville. white trash basically they grew up fishing and whatever else but I mean they just like the rest of anybody else they discovered music and they said Ronnie got in trouble when he was a little kid in school by the teachers he was singing ricochet romance and beer drinking daddy but I don't know who does they they said that he liked um, oh I can't remember which one older country guy. they liked Merle Haggard but because they covered honky tonk nighttime man on their last album that was Merle Haggard's song, but they, I don't. The, the, to me, they just until I discovered Blackberry Smoke, they were like the anthem of my growing up.
1: Well, <clears throat> this is sort of like what we talked about. We talked about. I don't know if we talked about this on 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 air or not. We talked about it so much, but you know, at one time they kind of become a joke, you know, because well. Redneck, this or yeah. um, this or that or the other, and and uh, but you know when you really sit back and listen to the music, talented. They, they, well, they had some they had some songs out there that they addressed some stuff that wasn't redneck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They talked about Saturday Night Special. They halfway in on gun control. They talk about needling a spoon. That smell. Well, I mean, man. they didn't they didn't sing about you know what you would call. What well, they didn't sing? They didn't sing about what you think about, like a redneck thing of a, mm-hmm. putting my girl up in my jacked up Ford pickup, and going out to the cornfield when yeah. they ain't even drove a Ford pickup and don't even know what a cornfield looks like. Yeah. Yeah. You might like think you're a redneck, but I'm rednecker than you. Exactly. <laughs> okay. They address some social well, stuff. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, I even even in all, all I, I can do is write it, write about it. You know, he's talking about where the where the concrete keeps on creeping. Lord, take me before that comes. Well, they
0: you can tell that they were, they had more sides to them than just one. Exactly. But they were redneck, Southern, but the way they put it, they never, the original band never liked the label of Southern rock because they, and then usually on, I think it was Freebird, the movie, Leon Wilkinson, their bass player, they had for a long time. <laughs> He said, "We never thought of ourselves as Southern Rock." He said, "We're just a rock and roll band, a progressive rock and roll band from the South." And you think about it, it's pretty much, yeah, spot on. But that you talk about that, I think about Saturday Night Special, that, that last line of the verse, or whatever. Why don't we drop all people to the bottom of the sea, for some old fool come around here want to shoot either you or me? But you didn't have, I mean, that's that's dang good. I'm <laughs>
1: They, I mean, they were a little bit ahead this, of their time. When, when you get past the commercial songs, yeah. When you get past Freebird, you get past, and I, I'm not talking bad about Freebird, right? I'm not. You take I'm, the I'm, gonna, lead tell off. You, I'm gonna tell you when I when I was watching. I, I never watch these things on. I don't have TikTok. I don't have this. I don't have. I don't, you know, I don't watch that stuff. But there's, a, there's this black guy. I forgot what his name was, but he, but he listens to music. First time he hears it. And you get his reaction because it's a video. And when he played "Free Bird," you know he play, he played a little bit and he stopped. He's like, "Oh, he breaking up with her." He telling her, he telling her, he said, "I, I can't be caged. I'm free like a bird. I got to let my wings out. I got to fly." <laughs> and then it got to the end where it gets to the inter- instrumental part of it, and he just takes his headphones off and just throws them off and walks out the door. He just like he blew his mind how good that song is. And I got to thinking, and Spencer talked about that, Spence. Uh, about how you know you hear it, you get tired of it and all that. But I'm like, yeah, but think about the first time you heard that song mm-hmm. and what it meant to you the first time you heard it, not the 900, 900, nine hundred, nine hundred, nine thousand, ninety fifth time you've heard that song. Yeah. The first time you heard it. I'm just now getting around to where
0: I can hear it and listen to the whole thing and not want to switch it. We played it so many times. That's what we closed with.
1: Well when I when I when I watched that video, I got it thinking, this is this is how probably how I felt when I heard that song. Because when you heard it, man, Freebird was the crap. I mean it was it back in the day. You yeah, know. That video of Live at Oakland when they done it. Man. Those people there they were feeling that song that day. Well it's like when they, you're the live, Atlanta, what is it you wanna hear? Yeah. It's Freebird. I can't hear you. I still can't hear you. Well, I heard it then. But that you know, like But my point was you get past those songs and you get into the deep songs. Four Walls of Rayford. Oh gosh. You get into uh Curtis Lowe. Uh you just has got on Simple Man. Simple Man Simple Man is a Southern Man's anthem. I mean, Southern Man was a battle of the Southern Man before Whiskey Myers did battle of a Southern Man. That's what S- Simple Man, it it just speaks to you. It tells you how you're supposed to live your life.
0: I want the story behind that one. I think I told it on here recently. But the story behind that one is they said that he was in the shower. And a lot of times, you had Alan Collins, Gary Rossington was the main two guitar players. For they from there from the beginning to to you know they uh allen passed in not 1990 and then ed king was in there for a while mm-hmm. and they played the lick you know a lot of times they would have something they'd work something up one of them Alan would have something or gary would have something they say all right well, here, you know hey what do you think of this and if ronnie liked it they said he'd say keep playing keep playing you know keep playing that and he just which reminded me of Diana's uncle There'd be times I'd be sitting around there and I'd play something. Keep playing that. Keep playing that. And he'd just start making up words. Mm-hmm. And he might riff and make it may, not, may just be sense nonsense for a minute and a half. And then he'll catch a groove on something. Something will speak. And then he could write a song in minutes. Well, apparently that's what Ronnie could do. They said he was in the shower and he'd been hearing that went and went get a shower. And he said, he'd come running out with nothing but the towel on dripping wet. He said, play it, play it, play it. I got words. I got words. And it was simple, man. And there was another one where somebody said it uh, played it, and he said that kind of sounds like a train. And he made up—I think it was a railroad song. was, mm-hmm. the, was the name of that one? And he started singing about a hobo being a hobo on this or whatever. Never wrote down a lyric, not a one. He said if it wasn't worth remembering, it wasn't worth singing. Well, that's what I kind—I wish I had to.
1: <laughs> you kind of think well, what what would have happened if they could have been around longer? What what more music would they have produced? Or, no
0: offense to the group that's out there now, but it'd been better than what they were doing, the current Leonard Skinner. Oh, yeah. Ronnie's, I mean, Johnny's just not the singer, and he's not the songwriter
1: that Ronnie was. Well, yeah, Uh, but. Well, that, and then you gotta think about riding your brother's shirt, too. And, yeah, know, that. He struggled with that for a long time. 50 years of the same songs, and, Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah, because nobody wants to hear your stuff except for one song. Right. Right. (laughs) We'll talk about that in a minute. Oh yeah. well, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, that's all I want to hear—that one song mm. that you done. I mean, you know, red white—was it red white and blue? Yeah, red white and blue. I mean that that one's you know, and God and Guns is yeah. a dang good song. But but they don't go. You don't go to Leonard Skinner concert to hear those songs. No, you're going to hear the greatest hits. Free Bird. Free Bird. <laughs> Uh, You know they But but yeah, but you know, would they be if they would have stayed around, would they have got into it with each other? Man breaks up, people goes their own ways and all this. I'm not saying they wouldn't have been the legends they are today, but would they have been the legends they are if they don't die like well, they died? The, the thing with them, I think what, what, from what I've read and
0: seen the documentaries and everything, Ronnie was, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but the most of the way they described him, Ronnie wasn't he controlling, but yes. Like he didn't control their life, but as, as far as the band went and the music went, he was he was the leader. You did what he said. Well, you gotta
1: have somebody like that right. man. You he don't. did what he
0: said. Now, but he would. They said he'd be just downright mean. But he brought out everything that I've said. Even those guys will say he brought out the best in us because it wasn't that he was just sitting there. You know, they've been stories where they he somebody he sat there and they played it over and over and over and over and over again until he say, we're gonna play it until you get it right, by yeah. golly. You know. Well, like a good coach or
1: something. You know, you run to playing basketball and and you don't get it right practice. Run it again. Yeah. Run it again. And the more you run it, the more... Well, that's why they were so good. You're talking about
0: talent. Like, they had three guitar players for the majority of their time. And I know you're not a musician, but playing with two guitar players is tough enough. Mm -hmm. You got a rhythm and a lead. You had three, and it's like, and they never once stepped on each other's toes, and that in itself takes a lot of work. And knowing that this guy's doing this, and this was doing this, and this was, and they said that Ronnie was just like, uh, uh, like a you know the ring leader of the circus. He'd stand up front, and when he was he would sing the words, and he would say he knew who was playing what at what time. Mm-hmm. And if you watch some of those old live performances, he'll he'll be singing and he'll back up. And if Alan's playing the solo, he turns and he looks at Alan and he'll watch him until he's done. And then he goes back up and he'll say, oh, over here. And you can hear him on some of them live. Oh, over here. Oh, over here. Well, you know, so that, Getting somebody's attention. Oh, Billy Powell on the keyboard
1: or whatever he's doing. You know, that's, we talked about that with the band. Mm-hmm. That, um, which one was it that made them practice and made them just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it become it become second nature. It wasn't, Robertson it was oh you talking about uh, wasn't it the guy they played for before they were playing with Bob Dylan I think that's right Ronnie Hawkins I think that's right that they no it was one of them that was in the band Levon no it wasn't Levon, Levon, Levon. It was...
0: there was Garth and there's Richard Manuel uh, Rick Danko Robbie Robertson maybe Robbie
1: no it wasn't Robbie. What it was, Robbie it was another one but when he come in he tightened them up and made them no, made them practice, made them, kept them focused, just kept and bang and bang mm-hmm. and bang and bang till it becomes second nature for them to do something.
0: Well, that's what this, like he had it in his head, how he, you know, he heard it. Like when he'd write the song, we have the lyrics, He they'd have the guitar part. He's like, all right, you play that right here. I'm gonna start singing here. Then you're gonna take a lead break and then we're going to do it here alright and then you're going to take a piano break or what? he had it mapped out and if it didn't go that way they said he'd go out there and just punch him right in the face after then you know just they get into it it's all not my door yeah well there's a reason that he was the greatest was, I mean that was kind of the thing but he they all I think they would have held I don't know that they'd ever broke up mm-hmm. because he had it all held together
1: well you say that but you don't know where substance abuse is going to come in. Well. cause kind of problems. They just got cleaned up. Right before. That usually happens. That was what happened. You know, that's what happened with Steve Ray Vaughn. He just mm-hmm. got cleaned up and had the helicopter crash.
0: Because they had just straightened out. And that was when Gene Odom wrote a book. And if you watch some documentaries, he was Ronnie's best friend. And he was their security guy. Mm-hmm. And he was on the plane. And that's what he was saying. He said, they had just got, he said, Ronnie had just told him. He said, look. He said, you're coming with us. On out on the road. He said, I want you with us. He said, because you're the only one that can make talk sense into me. Mm-hmm. He said, and we keep us all straight. And he said, because we're getting off the booze and we're getting off the drugs. And he said, we, and that was the thing. They had just got Steve Gaines in the band and that was, what happened? They was about to blow it back up. And then that happened because they had gotten, well, Ed King quit the band in 75 because he he was drugging and drinking too much. He said it was wearing him down. He couldn't. He just couldn't keep going, couldn't keep doing it. And then Bob Burns, the original drummer, he left the band in '74 or '75. '75. He left after the second album. They pretty much had to send him home. Did he go crazy? On he had a nervous breakdown over in Europe. Couldn't even play. Like just.
1: Didn't. But you know, they say they didn't consider themselves Southern rock, but it wasn't. At least it would not be labeled. I understand that. Mm. But but the music they played wasn't country. No. At the time what country was. Right. It wasn't what rock and roll music was at the time. Not when you compare it to Zeppelin and right. the it's different. Like, yeah, yeah. It's is it's rock and roll with a southern flair to it. Mm-hmm. you know. You had the Allman Brothers, you had them, and then I would I would assume I could be wrong about this, but most of the other bands you had got their inspiration from the Almond Brothers and Leonard's. Oh, yeah, Almond Brothers. Brothers. Big, in, I'm, I'm pulling this up, so you
0: segued right into what I was going to talk about. Check <laughs> how that works. It's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, their biggest influence was Free, other than like their country music and blues and all that stuff, but it was the band Free, which Paul Rogers mm-hmm. before Bad Company. Mm hmm. And if you listen to any other, of the course, all right now is the big one, which is. hmm. Okay. That doesn't sound like Skinner. We in Redneckville. There's Alpine for you. They probably have free bird playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think like I heard it. Sweet on my bow for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right that sounded like straight skinned. but he was uh, Ronnie loved Paul rogers that's power and water but that's just an example I mean that's and when you hear like Paul Kossoff was their guitar player, and Gary Rossington. They say is one of the only people in the world that could ever even come close to playing like Paul Kossoff did this style.
1: Well, you had you had all the bands that followed after him that Southern Rock genre at the one time. That you
0: know. I think that's more or less what made them like not want the label is the ones that come behind them that were influenced and said, "Oh yeah, we're we're Southern Rock just like Skinner did." But Skinner never said, "Hey, we're Southern Rock." You know, we're but it's that's you Molly Hatchets and you. Outlaws and... What do you call Molly Hatchet thing? The greasy underbelly of Southern Rock. <laughs> they're the the they're the party in the back of the mullet. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> first concert I ever went to. <laughs> Molly Hatchet, yeah. Ballard Park. <laughs> I Mama sp- talks about that. Because
0: she said, well, a certain fella, I won't say his name on here, was there and had a big fat mullet and said that he was up there just... <laughs>
1: He's a floyd, I'll just say that. <laughs> we, uh, oh I went and saw, <laughs> I know. Uh, I went and saw Marshall Tucker Band and uh, The Outlaws, 38 uh, Special, and there was one or two more mixed in cupola one night. Well, the, the. Just a southern rock. The the crazy thing about Leonard Kennedy is yeah, you had order some sorts. <laughs> well, you, you had
0: Almond Brothers, but Almond Brothers was like They were more jam bandish. They they had yeah, well the jam band kind of you know, them and Grateful Dead kind of come after people come out after them. Yeah. But the Almond Brothers, they were like they're blues and soul and country and jazz and all of it. They're like this weird like nobody else sounds like the Almond Brothers. They just don't. Mm-mm. But you had them.
1: Maybe Marcus King on some of them. Yeah, well, that's true. I yeah. didn't think
0: about him. Yep. You ain't listened to him much, have you? No, but... You uh, to. He's good. But Derek Trucks. Yeah, well, that's... He's straight out of... Yeah, yeah, straight out of that. When his his uncle, uncle was their drama. Yeah. Butch. Yeah. But you had them, and then Skinner was more country influenced, really. So you had the country and then the the rock and roll and that's just that's the sound that come out of them it's you you sound like your a combination of all your uh, some of all your parts that's there you go that's what I was trying to say and so take a little bit from this a little bit from that shake it up and, and you out. end up sounding something probably like what you didn't even really intend to that's why me and our, our group people always ask well what kind of music you do and I'm like well it's country with hair on it that's how I've described it I said do you like the Kentucky headhunters yeah Okay, yeah. well you probably like us because it's we didn't set out to say hey we're like the Kentucky headhunters but to me we
1: sound like that's kind of the feel we have so Mike was Skinner when you heard when when before you become where you played and all that was were they an influence when you wanting to learn how to play or was it somebody else or uh, no no <laughs> Nah, let's be honest. Uh, you know I'm an old soul. You remember you used to make fun of me for listening to country music all the time. one hundred six. What do you think? <laughs> you know, and I'm I'm not like, not a But anyway, <laughs> he used to give me up the road about it. But anyway, I say he's going to see Travis Trip. Now he's come a long way. I think his wife is yeah, helping. My wife's helping with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, something, he's, he's the nineties country. Some of them. There's a few there, yeah. That that were uh, worth writing home about. And you know, then some of them just won hit wonders. And, but my influences, believe it or not, there's three main ones. From the time I was knee-high to the grasshoppers, when we didn't have cable or anything like that, we had yeah the record machine. Yep. Yeah. So wasn't nothing on TV. Mama, she'd be cleaning the house. She'd put a record on. Well, you're just going to listen to one of three. You're supposed to listen to Earl Thomas Connolly. You're just going to listen to Michael Jackson. And you're just going to listen to Bob C. So I had three different genres there, pretty See, much. I'm liking this
0: because this didn't happen by the time I come along. And,
1: yeah, because you you talk about Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. They listen to a lot of but Rod But they didn't play a lot of music. Oh, they didn't, it was okay. gospel playing okay. in the house when I come I along. Well, the time he come along, Daddy'd come off the road. Yeah, yeah. much. Okay, so that's was your that was your mama's music. Yeah, Okay. that's mama. All mama's Daddy drove a truck, and she'd dance, and I'd dance with her. And she gets get tickled, because I'd tell her I was Michael Jackson, because I could moonwalk <laughs> back in the day. But uh, anyway, little love Billie Jean. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> it's just... We gotta have, got have him back when we do uh,
0: Michael Jackson. <laughs> He's only right down the road. He's in opinion. No, I'm not. <laughs> he lives in <a> Brandon. <laughs> Across the border down here. <laughs> you say, you're right. <laughs> the border's down there to McCleary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I live in L.A., lower Alpine. Yeah. Yeah. East L.A. <laughs> <laughs> it's be Cheech and Chong <laughs> that's, that's probably nothing more true than <laughs> Alpine being Cheech and Chong without the without the Spanish without the, yeah, the Mexican American yeah. Yeah, oh we had them coming in up here though. <laughs> yeah my brother
0: up in the north part, brother <laughs> um, we, we're going to do Bob Seger too eventually but yeah see there's seven years between me and him yeah but Earl time time Thomas kind of, like, near decade.
1: Holding her and loving you, the two singer songs that stuck out to me. She played them all time. Was turn the page mm-hmm. and old time rock and roll. And mm-hmm. she'd dance all over that floor, slide across it, yeah. feet. If she wouldn't, but
0: nineteen
1: twenty, yeah, when you were born. You see That's that. That he, My story is about to. Yeah. except yeah. mine. Was Hall and Oates, the Bee Gees—that's what Mom and Daddy listened to. They had this big contraption. It was a—it was a console, with TV in the middle, and had an eight-track player on one end, and had a turntable on the other end. And 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 that's what they listened <coughs> to was was the Bee Gees and Hall and, Oates and and that kind of stuff. And Daddy just up there cutting a the rug to it. But, uh, like I said, Mississippi Kid was my first encounter with uh, Skinner. And then, I was on up in high school before it made full circle with me with Skinner. And, uh, and and believe it or not, I got them confused when I was little with Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> and, you know, because I, I didn't listen to that kind of music because my granddad listened to George Jones and all that. And that Imagine your granddad listening to George Jones look just like him. <laughs> I've been told that, yeah. <laughs> had those mutton. Yep, yep.
0: Mutton <laughs> chops. Yeah, was Jeremy panel head? He looked like a screw child.
1: <laughs> 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 sideburns real long. <laughs> I always thought he looked like George Jones. <laughs> he did. A got a I Jack. One time, I bought some tickets to go see Allen Jackson up at the Pyramid at Memphis. And uh, I told him how much I'd give for them tickets. He said, and he loved George Jones. And I think they were like $50 piece. $50? He said, I wouldn't pay $50 for George Jones coming this living room thing to me.
0: He said, you crazy, boy. <laughs> I was like, that's what we're different. <laughs> yep. Didn't he get a chance to see Elvis in Tupelo? Or something like guy, that? Yeah, he's... Skated with him or something yeah. down there. right? I thought so. Oh well. Well, we ready to do this? We can we can intersperse other things. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about some some songs.
1: Songs. We kind of skirted around them a little bit. We we've been skirting around them. I'm ready, ready to, to talk about them. We, we hadn't got a knife and fork out and dug it. No. Them let's do it. We'll slice some off. He keeps talking about one, and it's on my list too. <laughs>
0: we'll
1: let we'll let the guests go first. Our top, our, this is our personal top ten standard songs. Okay. You,
0: We're right? going we, we, yeah. to do that and then we'll do the... Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. These ain't in no particular order. Okay. I just I picked ten of my favorites. Okay. Uh, I wonder how different mine and his list is going to be. This will be the well, if, experiment. Well, if, if, if
1: you can... This is If, right. you, if you can... Try to do them least important, most important. Least important to the most. If you can. If, if you, can, you got a most, most favorite. Least important on my top 10 is don't ask me no questions. I'll like, be the
0: DJ man. Well, we'll play, we can play them. I've got, I've
1: got all mine in a list, a playlist. And uh, of course, I did have one of the new group. You want one
0: around?
1: Yeah. You want oh, one? Yeah.
0: yeah. Give him his own list or you go around? No, Good. you don't want to go around. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, don't ask me no question. You want me to go or you go? Uh,
1: oh, you you, you pulling it up. Go ahead. Um. So this was my this was number ten on my list, and uh, it's by the it's the new song from the, from the, the the band, and I ain't got none with the new. It's uh, it's off of the uh, album that we talked about, Endangered Species. Oh, I love album. I love that album. You can't even find that CD anymore, but uh, it's this one. Last Rebel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to listen to it all the time.
0: Uh-huh. That's how I know it. But you, this
1: this the only way to listen to it. The acoustic version, yeah. It, you listen to them sing the song, and you and you and you think about. Like right here, <laughs> that slide. It almost has a Bon Jovi. It does?
0: Uh and Dead or Alive. That mandolin right there, though, good grief. There's a gray horse still.
1: I remember him playing it
0: in one of his vehicles.
1: Is there, is there any doubt that when that last soldier is sitting on that horse is raining? No. It's gotta be raining, you know? There you go. <laughs> Gathering in it.
0: But you know what I was saying earlier? Ronnie couldn't sing that song.
1: No. It's not his song. Uh uh-uh. oh. That's, that's, yeah. That's what, that, for me, the new band is known for this song. Yeah. This is their bird.
0: Yes, sir. I can dig it, sucker. That's... Yeah. Well, I've got a tie, a 10A and a 10B. I could not put them on here. Okay. Mississippi Kid. That's the one he keeps talking about. And uh, I don't know how y'all feel about this song. I don't know. I think I've discovered it on that... Uh, That album that I had that was the 10, uh, whatever, the all-time greatest hits, I think. Coming Home. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that song a lot. I listened to it. It didn't make my list, but I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, I like that song a lot. I like the piano. Speaking of the piano. Charlie,
0: I mean Billy. Billy Powell. Billy Powell you know how he got started in the group mm-hmm. he was a roadie mm-hmm. he looked like a roadie <laughs> he was a roadie we
1: were playing the piano and, and then there was, was playing
0: in there. was playing the piano was somebody they were opening for Was piano i think and he was playing the piano just tune, just, sure just playing and nate ronnie goes how long have you been able to play the piano and he's like, Well, I've taken lessons and he said this is actually he ended up playing he was playing something. It was his intro to Freebird. And that the he was playing that and he said, I had this you know for Freebird and they were like, Okay, you're fired and you're hired as our piano player. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the one right there that you were talking about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, done. the complete collection. Yeah. 2008 is when that come out.
1: Okay. Maybe it's 45 grams Tits or something. Maybe. I think that's what it is. Okay. I just saw the 45 on it. I thought that's 45. Yeah, it's 45. Yeah. But that's
0: the t- coming home and Mississippi Kid. It's my 10A and 10B. Brr, excuse me. Wow. That ain't bad manners, just good M&Ms.
1: I'm going to have to wipe some of that off of me. <laughs> <A little laughs> All right, Maggie. <laughs> Bob, uh, me coming in about number nine. I'm gonna say is uh, "On the Hunt." Ooh, I like that one too.
0: I never, I don't know that I'd ever heard the song until we started playing it with Donald.
1: I'd heard it back in my younger years, it and it's didn't, become didn't it didn't stick with me till Donald started playing with us. It's a good song.
0: That's on the, nothing fancy.
1: Yep. Yeah. You know, I didn't even remember that album album name until I started looking up all the albums. I love oh, their album then I'm, names. Then I'm like, wait a second. Then I saw, the name, I saw the songs off of that album. I'm like, good God almighty. And I didn't even think about it. You know, I guess I didn't remember what the name of that album was. My least favorite album? i probably get
0: more songs from my least favorite album. Pronounced? No, that's my favorite one. <laughs> It has to be. That's, the, that's the one I got the water song from, but I, the other one was Give Me Back My Bullets, that yeah. album. Yeah. What you got? Number nine. Jamie
1: Johnson does a good cover he of that. It does. Yeah. Slime my long ago. I
0: don't think that was ever released on an album. It was not.
1: it's off of uh, an album called Legend I don't know. Rayford is a state prison in Florida
0: talked about it before and I've told him I've told him before too that style of songwriting is my favorite style tell me a story oh yeah that Charlie Daniel style of songwriting oh, yeah. tell me a doggone story yeah you ain't gonna talk about what you're doing tomorrow night tell yeah. me a
1: story yeah Kenny Rogers mm-hmm yeah The Gamblers Coward County Lucille <laughs> Charlie Love Ronnie mm-hmm they were big buddies
0: Um, why did I go to that? Cause I'm, I'm there. We're there, man. Uh, this one, I think it was Kat got me for Christmas one year. She got me CD and it was second helping Mm -hmm. like a deluxe edition or whatever. And, uh, I was in high school, I guess. I got it. And I listened to that thing and listened to that thing, and the song on there that I'd never heard until that album, until I listened to that album, was on that album, uh, was this one Needle in the Spoon. How about you progressive. And this one, it sounds like a Skinner song, but they do a Y pedal solo. I know there's another band that uses a good stop like they do. Like they'll have a complete and everything
1: stops and then they'll start back again. The meat bro gone out a good bit.
2: Hmm.
1: Wow. She's gonna turn herself her. a <laughs> That was where I picked it
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let me play that. So you speaking of that. Let me. I'm gonna play that solo, that guitar solo. Let me find it here. It remind you of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the song that I wrote, really recorded, that I played while ago solo on, and that's what I was trying to do. Wouldn't intentionally like thinking about it at the time, but that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Subconsciously. That, I had two. That was that, that solo and then uh, the Y-Pedal solo from "Shaking Hands with the Holy Ghost by Blackberry Smoke. And then I had another on another one of our songs. That was my John Mayer solo. <laughs> that was
1: my number nine, Needle in the Spoon. My well, number eight's gonna be Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> I I just, I like a patriotic song. Yeah did you listen to that
0: episode we did patriotic songs that was from July and that, that one that come up yeah. that was on that made list I think it did yeah. make a list I listened to that song today I've been listening to them for the past week or so just whenever I get done the <laughs> podcast I will put on Skinner and just shuffle and went, I actually went through and listened to every one of their albums or the, the original band's albums the five all the way from the beginning to end and <coughs> that red, white, and blue, of course we did it at the Guntown 4th of July thing, year before last, and, or no, last year. Last year. Yeah, last year. You missed it because of COVID, didn't you? This time, yeah. Dang, COVID. It had me feeling rough for that one day. <laughs> that one day. Hang on a That was number eight. Wait, number no, eight. Yeah. Well, my number eight was on the hunt. Yeah. I wouldn't say it. Cause that's after, like I was saying, after we played that song with Donald, Donald
1: Watts. This is a good song. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It gives me chills. Brother Terry liked that song. Um, me and Kelly went and saw, saw the band Zamp open for uh, yeah. Mr. Wilson. Thank you I seen him, and Don, that's him and Donnie, wasn't it? Yeah. We Little Billy Powell at that time. This was probably the new band's run. version of Simple Man. It's an anthem, yes, it G-Q. is. Looks like an you anthem song. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying we've been here playing the music for you for years. Man, change, yes same thing with Roy, like talking about, they fall into that line with like Aaron Lewis is in your
0: Aaron Lewis's and you people like yeah, they believe something like we do, yeah.
1: I was thinking about my hair turning white too, mine it loose, mine it loose, yeah, I told you about it, my old, my old, my old shit are getting gray. yeah, somebody makes one sure and said, what did you get that, that spot in the hair? I don't care what color it turns, as long as it don't turn a (laughs) little. Well, mine gave up on me, so I gave up on it. What's your number eight? Uh, Let's see here. Let me get back to my list.
0: That's the actual, uh, that's the actual version of it. The the one I, I first heard the acoustic version on that album right there.
1: And that That's sorta of like what what they, what they were saying, red, white, and blue. Skinner like so Skin in circle back around in my life. That was it. And the line is so the line is so she gave her protect her young. youngins. Mm-hmm. And when he says, Have you ever constant. seen a youngin' playing with his dog? Yeah. The one that gets me. The one that gets me is when
0: he says, Do you ever stop to think about well the air you're breathing? It don't get no better than that. Yeah, <laughs> I started to say that at the beginning of this. There's probably going to be a lot of hyperbole in
1: this, this episode,
0: see, but it really doesn't get any better Daddy, Daddy,
1: Daddy forgot about this song, and we was listening to this song going to Brotherhood one morning. And uh he said, yeah, I just hope I'm not around to say that kind of thing, slowly creeping. You know, I do to see my place turn into a subdivision. You know, like that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I just everything in into and what you take granted.
0: It's simple. And it ain't got to be flashy or hey, That's just good music. The thing was.
1: There wasn't any of their stuff that was complex. It was no. all simple.
0: The music was, was the music. It was, was but, complex, but, but the, the lyrics, lyrics were simple. are
1: simple. simple. It's, it, they didn't add nothing to it. It wasn't no frills. It was this is what we're thinking. This is what we're writing about because this is where we're from.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know that's why I like them so much.
0: Yeah, I like complicated music. I like simple music, but I like I like simple music that sounds complicated. All right, I did my my number eight on the hunt.
1: Here okay. already talked about okay. that. Okay. One. All right. I'll, read. I'll play That's a good song. That's the album I forgot about. I
2: forgot what the
1: name of the album was. I like it when it's. Ooh, man! You better play with one hand, all that. For the most part.
0: I don't did a good job on that song. Mm, <laughs> sure did. That's, you know what I'm talking about? being <clears throat> oh,
1: okay. Uh, Ex-father-in-law. Oh, okay. That was my, my number eight was on the hunt. Number seven. Number seven is gonna be Mississippi Kid for me. We didn't have one yet, it's been on everybody's list. We haven't. We still don't.
0: <laughs> Cause here's my number seven. Mississippi Kid.
1: This time for like it's a lot. just a lot. it's my number seven <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got another one you just look in for it
0: and that's about Gary Robinson, being stoned and drunk in just his car and wrecking it and crashing into a tree but his nickname was <laughs> Prince Charming. yeah
1: they called him Prince and... That's the thing. He wrote a doggone song about his buddy and his band being an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like really? Yep. And th- th- they didn't get ticked about it. He's <laughs>
1: playing the lead guitar on that song. Yeah. They made him get out front and play the lead on it. Have you got another one you want to do besides that one? Uh, um, just yeah. to play something. Yeah, i I'll, I'll, I'll... You're probably gonna um, play something off my list now. No, I don't think so. I got enough. If to it, make it is, that's good. I got to make up. A I, want
0: to, I want to play this one, but my number seven is that smell. But I this song. But I gotta play it because you want not play it. This is dang it, This is a good song. This one's got a stop in it. You want to see what like the music just, and then they come back in. that keyboard? It. get the same old blues again. Okay. That wasn't one that ever got a bunch of radio play, I don't reckon. You don't hear it. That's on the Get Me Back, my Bullets album. You don't hear very many gets money ready um, now. now is, the, the, there's five of them that they play. I'm going to think about two. Well, I'm not going to say What's the, the name level. of the one. I remember the
1: stops and here. Is it Eleven times I have been busted. We'll get there. (laughs) She's talking stops. I'm talking stop. We'll get there. You got number six. We'll get there. Number six. I got Downside juking. Whoa. (laughs) I'm glad we're all... Y'all two are on the same page over here. I'm on a whole different page, and I'm glad. We're getting to hear a whole bunch of different music. Yeah. You got that one ready to go?
0: Downside juking? Yeah. I can get it ready to go. Might as well play it. (laughs) Um... That shows back up on. Uh, I like. There's a. Um, there's this version of it, and this is the first version I ever heard because it was on that album.
1: It's a good version too.
0: But my favorite. Blackberry Smoke does a bang up job of doing this song
1: too. I'm a sucker for
0: uh, slide guitar. You see this right here? This was one of their first band pictures. This was before Ed King. you see who that is? Mm-hmm. He was playing, uh, he filled in, he was playing mandolin, and he played drums for him for a little while. Ricky Medlock. He really looked like an Indian man. Dark All right. hair. So that was your number what? Six. Number six. All right. Ed King is all over that album. That's the first album. He was on the first album, but he played bass on it because Leon went back home for something. He got all, uh, almost like he got real nervous and didn't want to do it, went home, and they got, Ed was playing with him. He's from California. He played with Strawberry Alarm Clock. And they toured with him and then he ended up joining their band as the third guitar but he played bass on the first album on a lot of the tracks and Ronnie told him he said you're a way better guitar player than you are a bass player but Leon come back he went back to guitar he had the dream is that style yeah, yeah we do a lot I like it But he had a dream, and he, because i mean, him about, it. he said in my dream he said it was all vivid. He said it was like I was looking down at my neck. He said and the whole song was there. He said from the intro to every solo, the whole thing. He said it was just right there, and I see it. He said and when I when I woke up, he said I was able to play the whole thing just like I saw it. That it was sweet on Alabama, and he said that he brought it in. He said, what do you think about this? And it was the you know the main riff, and he said that Gary was
1: playing along. Oh, did that on yours? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it then. Okay, I'll skip it. Well, I mean, what? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna skip it. I know it was, so I'm not gonna take it. Up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it right then. But it
0: was sweet on my Alabama. But what's your number six? Let me get there. And this is probably not only is it my number six on here, but it's one of my favorite guitar solos ever of all time.
1: <laughs> God! It's got my favorite piano solo in it. Yeah, mine too. That's number three on my list. Let me move one up. And that was a cover.
0: But JJ Kale wrote it.
1: He can't hold the candle to that. If any that song right there if any Skinner song quote unquote rocks that's the one oh. look
0: I got real pumped up because you know I went on the, I went guessed it on the Deuce Cast movie show yeah back in June like, I went on there with their fanboy summer they, but the uh, Dave one of the hosts He's in charge of putting that. He gives everybody intro music, and that was my intro song. He didn't He don't know that I liked the song that much. He just picked something because I, I was time, talking about Southern rock music, and he picked that one. At one
1: time, that was my favorite song. I love that. That's she was good. Number five. Am yeah, I losing? God, buddy. Get that on my list. I was going to move it up to take a place of one. I didn't want to move yours. <laughs> Like <laughs> no, what ain't that hard?
0: What, what album was that on? Was that on Nothing Fancy?
1: Yeah, but it's on That Endangered Species too. Okay. Am I losing? Yep. My way, way back, back home. home. Yeah. Am I losing the best friend that I've known.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> what you? We'll, we can come back around and play some of these in a
1: little bit. I've got that one, so okay. What we'll is which one do you want? You want the. Uh, the acoustic or the other one? That's probably the acoustic, let's just listen to it. you're a Skinner fan. You don't I, know that song. I, I'm not talking about surface level. I'm talking about you know Skinner. You don't know that song. You don't know all I can do is write about it. Or all I can do is write about it. You don't know those songs. You gotta go looking. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I probably didn't. I, I didn't know that song until I bought that CD. And I'm like. I don't know about this. Yeah. To right. number five. Get down to the nut cutting. Okay, my number five is one that's on your list. Okay, so I'm not gonna do yeah. it. I'm not gonna do it. But it's I'm my number one. I'm probably by the yeah. Way. I know. I'm probably. i probably. <laughs> I'm probably gonna mess somebody else up. But here we go. Probably me. Hmm? messed Derek Taylor up. <laughs> What's name? <he made? laughs> That's what he gets. <laughs> 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 No, this is what this is one day, like, like, dude. Hey. Derek trying to come hey. <laughs> 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 uh, that phone off, huh? And say that. This ain't carry up with was.
0: Name? That right there, that's the first one off that album, man, that mm-hmm. we've listed. That's, first, that's Steve Gaines on guitar there. And he brought when He come in. You know, they were getting cleaned up. And then he was like a breath of fresh air. He come in and he was writing songs. Even Ronnie, who had never really let anybody else sing or nobody ever really wanted to sing, he stepped up and would sing and it kind of gave Ronnie a break, you know. He liked having him around. My number five... If you don't know anything about Leonard Skinner at all, whatsoever, mm-hmm. no Sweet Home Alabama no Freebird, no nothing, mm-hmm. and you started back from the beginning, pronounced Leonard Skinner, that album, this is the first track that you'd hear. If you hit play or put the record on or whatever, this is the first thing you'd hear coming out of the speaker. No, that's not it. This changed my thoughts on Leonard Skinner. It was all, you know, when I heard this, I was like, this is. The whistle. Now, if you didn't know nothing
1: about him in yeah. 1973, and you heard that, you're like, I'm sold. Right? So it's high on my list, and higher than five because it's so technical. It's one of the most technical songs they do. <laughs> and then... That's why I it's called, Billy Jennings. Yeah. Billy Jennings. I like that. Time to put a hook in there, man. You know? Bill about.
0: Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't a daddy. <laughs> I just, I, I, remember, I don't remember how I, I heard it on Free Bird the movie. I bought that in high school. I never heard that song. I bought Free Bird the movie because I did my, uh it's my junior year. I did my uh, research paper on uh, Leonard Skinner. And I, I had to get my sources and I read a couple books and and did that in Freebird the movie and they kick off with uh, the first song they do and it's live at Nebworth England they kick off with working for MCA Mm -hmm. and then they get done with working for MCA and they go I was like what song is that and I ain't the one Mike,
1: number four number four call me the breeze (laughs) you got another one you want to put in place for that you think off the top of your head we had mentioned
0: I wouldn't I like I like a lot of
1: their famous songs but Mm -hmm. there's Call Me The Breeze probably the most famous one on my list is your favorite famous no I'll take that back because there's one more I was going to say there's one more there's one more that'll be on there Uh, it's going to be higher up but as far as like Sweet Home Alabama and stuff like that it's been running the dirt but it ain't saying it ain't good just I look, it, I looked for more lyrics more something that spoke to me a little more so well it, if so here's my way of thinking about it if you just like he said you just turn them on mm-hmm. those songs that take them off the radio you hadn't heard them before mm-hmm. the songs you're talking about that's been overplayed you're gonna really like them mm-hmm. which you really like them anyway right but if you, you hear them-, them so much you wanna hear something different right there's yeah. a reason,
0: and there's a reason that they get put out as singles It's because they they catch your ear. There's oh, certain yeah. things about them that yeah. catch your ear, and yeah. there's certain other songs that you hear, and some of them that didn't get famous, and it's not necessarily like "Am I Losing" is not one of them, but that's a good one. You listen to it, and you're like, okay. There's certain other ones. It's like, huh, I can see why that didn't make it. It's a good song, but I can tell where there's some where the lyrics that he had were almost like just kind of made up on the fly and it didn't really get no deeper than that but then you got them like uh Freebird or something like that where the lyrics are a whole lot deeper and
1: you mean this one I'm gonna go ahead and do it is that number four yep yeah, yeah I pulled an audible I changed the stuff up <laughs> on the last second I really I, that? I, I didn't make my top ten list after that
0: know well you play that song on piano he's <laughs> jumps back over crosshand.
1: It's top one I don't care how long it's been played, how much it's been played, it's still one of the top three songs of all time. Yeah. I love I'm a sucker. For it, still, it still gives me a chill. You just listen to that, you know. the music a lot better than the words and the words are good it's a beautiful song always. the first part of it and the yeah. last part of it like well just put your hair on fire yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what happened in mind I listened to, I listened to the free bird to you, but my hair got burned off. <laughs> <laughs> that's for you Spencer <laughs>
0: well you the devil my number four were you putting that at number four or was that you just played yeah it I just played it at number four okay Yeah, my sure. number four Mike already mentioned it but he couldn't remember the name of the song yeah.
1: double trouble hit me then. very well put together Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: paused it that's
1: Artemis Pyle. You can tell the big difference in him and Bob Burns. There ain't many people who play like Artemis. He's, even today, just that look, I like it. this part. Yeah.
0: Really like... <laughs> <gotta> stop again. <laughs> They're all over Skinner songs. That's Double Trouble, and that's, that album, it has that kind of that same sound on a lot of them songs, but Alan Collins is playing a Strat. And it's real plucky, spanky sounding. But see, he started playing a Strat because Ed King played one and then Ed King left. And they liked that sound so much and they missed it when he wasn't there. So he started playing on Strat for a little while. That's Double Trouble, number four. That's also gonna give me back my Bullets, an album that uh, it's not my favorite album. Trace,
1: Simple Man. That's my number one. Okay, we'll play it. <laughs> Might as well. Play that fucking like- music, White Boy. I had Freebird number one, I pulled an audible. get number one. Yeah, I should have played it. <laughs> I'd have beat you to it. <laughs> the bass on that song. What
0: was that?
1: Was that a tourism? Mm-hmm. Muscle shows are up there around making. <laughs> He was on the first two albums. Have you read the list of songs off of that album?
2: Come on, boy, that's albums all the time. Which, which is better? A, a better debut album, that or Out of Time for
1: Check Your Money Maker. <laughs> first ever gig I played was at the
0: Gigi Review at HQ. The Dusty and the boys. They play, play Simple Man. Were you there for that? Didn't y'all
1: play Kansas?
0: No, that was at the Duty Burger Festival. Oh, okay. We played that and we played Kansas carry, carry On carry On, away. You know. That's the worst set list we ever.
1: I really <laughs> think. I, all over the place. I really think the Rednecks really missed the opportunity for this song. Simple Man? To be the anthem. For Skinner oh um, instead of Freebird or
0: Sweet Home Alabama. Alabama yeah
1: because it says everything that a country boy is all about mm-hmm. I mean it only ever gets put on the radio right well that's what I was like you don't have she's gone much on the radio yeah. mm-hmm. you know you, you hear call what? me the breeze you hear you on hear the radio. call me
0: the breeze you hear Sweet Home Alabama oh, give you hear give me three steps you hear Freebird and Simple Man I, I hear I've heard it a good bit but you, uh, you hear uh, I've heard that smell on there a decent amount yeah yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm yeah, to play it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, do number three—that is also my number three. Who'd have thought that me and my brother had been
1: simpatico? What's I your don't, number three? You don't—he—he got my number three, call me the Breeze. Okay. So, uh, I'm gonna play. How about this? It didn't make nobody's list. It wouldn't have made my list. I just got it as a just something. I know we'd play it eventually, just for poops and laughter. Up. <laughs> you you take a little scare, this is the song You know, it's really not Freebird It's this song You turn it
0: up That was him just asking for more More, and more volume in his, his headphones He would not say it because of the song Like, like just ripping or whatever He had his headphones on, turn it up And they just left it in Turn it up
1: You know what else? I think about when oh, you hear that song? What's that? Forrest and Jenny dancing <laughs> Then you, you, think of, you think about that same movie when you hear Freebird. Yeah. What you talking about, oh, That soundtrack off oh, of that movie is awesome. Should have been on that. should have been on that. Uh, <laughs> that uh, episode with us. He don't listen on crap, does he? Huh? He don't listen, does he? No, I don't right. we don't partake in the podcast. Well, it's just I ain't never got into it, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, my number three was Simple Man. My number <laughs> my number has already been said two. Uh, but I'm going to play this one in the place of my number three. Oh, I had it. Where'd it go? It's off of the street. Martha. <laughs> <laughs> It's off of the Street Survivors album. And it burn it up with Steve Gaines on guitar. Talking about a technical song.
1: Yeah, Hank Jr. do that, too. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. I'm sure he's done it after him. There's that stop again. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like trying
0: to have Yes, it does. You can hear that fiddle coming in there. Yeah. 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 It do be slapping dough.
1: It do be. <laughs> number two. My number two is Tuesday's so gone. <laughs> That's number one. Play it. Y'all done said my number one a long time ago. Today. You know, it took me a while to figure out the Tuesday. With his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, and I'm like, how do you
2: not know? <laughs> hey.
1: I didn't hear Jimmy that time. I just didn't hear Jimmy. I was listening to Jimmy. I didn't hear Jimmy. You know what that's from? White men can't jump? I ain't never watched that. Always, really. So what, I mean, uh, I ain't gonna talk over this, hang
0: After you hear, I ain't the one, that's the next song. <laughs> then it's Simple Man. Yep. Slap to the face, punch to the go nabs, and then a kick. <laughs> and then you got a <laughs> on there. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull this up. it here so I'm to make head stand up and... I've got that DVD that's and a so have they, they, got it behind them. song for a long time let's play it I couldn't ever bring myself to do it because I don't think I could do it justice they so much feeling in that when he hits them bends it feels like heartbreak Uh, that
1: was at number two what is your my my list is just totally screwed my number two is down south jukin well well then here's my I guess number one two three whatever it is whatever's left (laughs) (laughs) what's on my list Just a little of metal tape for me.
0: That's also on Linda
1: Lee. A lot
0: going on in that song too. That bass. Another song I wrote. It's got a little line dedicated to that in it. Yeah. We'll look them off for you. It's just three steps. You hit the back door and you go. Yeah, I said, excuse me. Let's see. All of that talking and stuff he did. I don't know. I I don't know if anybody else did it, but Charlie Starr from Blackberry Smoke does it. You know, he'll say, "All right now, Mama." All that stuff, like all that little uh, what do they call it? Uh, Ad libbing, just making it up. But yeah, my number two is Down South Juke. My number one Tuesday's Gone. What They've was, what was your, number your number one? one? Riding in
1: a song. Oh. Okay, I can go along with that. Well, let's just play this one because nobody talked about it yet. It was about all the mention. I mean, it ain't on my list, but but everything else is gone, so yeah. I think we about covered all of it. Fifth out
2: album.
0: Get me back, back mm-hmm. on the charts. Nothing fancy didn't really have no. I'm gonna play this one. Cause we talked about it, we didn't play it. Also, unpronounced. I got my pistols <laughs> in <laughs> my well, pocket, I'm down bam it down. i pretty sure it's Medlock playing the main on that one. That album, the first one. I Ain't the One. Tuesday's Gone. Gimme Three Steps. Simple Man. Things Going On. Mississippi Kid. Poison Whiskey. And Freebird. I like Traveling Man, too. You know, what I'm Traveling Man? Can we talk
1: about this one? No, we no. didn't. It's a good one, too. A devil and the battle Staring straight at me. there I need to reach out? But I know he's testing me. If I take just one sip, I become that devil song.
0: Act fool, sell my soul, forgotten everyone. Oh Lord, I'm traveling, man. I like it because it starts out with bass. The base. <laughs> mm. Man, i It doesn't get. We said it before, but it, it just it just in general with with Leonard Skinner, it doesn't get any better than them. Period. 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 They got a song for any any occasion.
1: Oh, we didn't. We talked about this, one, but I don't think we played it. Play it. One, two. No, we did. We talked about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, talked about the and that. Yeah. That's probably the biggest hit off of that album. Yeah.
2: That's
1: the first album that Art and the was on. You'll hear that on the radio. Every now and then you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know they actually in a roundabout way they kind of had a little bit of fault to them too there's some soul in there yeah there was this one Same beat, to us. Mm-hmm.
0: that's definitely got some uh, blues but front
1: kind of it. With. But yeah, one I used to listen to Mr.
0: Banker. Yeah, I mean, you think about all of that swamp music. Swamp music, yeah, That I, I meant to play that one. Swamp music. But the, at the height, basically like a a reboot kind of, in a way, they went down. Then these people, like the drive-by truckers had a whole album, uh, Southern Rock Opera is the name of it. They had three songs. The three songs, I think, that close out that album are uh, one is Greenville to Baton, or Shut Up and Get on the Plane. Greenville to Baton Rouge and Angels and Fuselage, And it's basically them last three songs is them telling the story of them being in Greenville, getting on the plane, shut up and get on the plane. They fussing because they they'd had plane issues uh, before all of that happened. And they got on there. They were headed to Baton Rouge and started having issues. They didn't think they was going to have enough fuel to make it. They turned around and come back to Macomb and the engine went out. And they said that uh, old Gene Odom said that Ronnie had taken sleeping pills because he hadn't been sleeping good. He'd taken a couple of sleeping pills and tried to get some sleep on the plane. Said he was asleep in the, uh, in the floor. He tried to get him up, put him in his seat and get him buckled in when they, they said he was looking. And he ended up lay, still laying on the floor. He was sleeping and he couldn't get him up. He put the pillow over his head and got itself buckled in there, The went down. I said the last thing that somebody said before it was like right before they said they started hearing like, you know, thundering like sounds. It was trees hitting the bottom of the plane and so somebody said trees. And there they were, they were hitting them, went down and heck, I think it killed them. The, the four, the two pilots, Ronnie, Steve, Gaines, Cassie Gaines, his sister, And their road manager, Dean Kilpatrick, killed them all instantly, pretty much. I think they said, well, Billy Powell said Gary was stuck in there. He think he broke both arms and legs, had lacerations. Alan was about in the same boat. I can't remember Leon's situation, Leon Wilkerson. Artemis was able to get up. He just had some few cuts and bruises. He was able to get out of there and go get help. And Billy had a broke nose. I said his nose was nearly like ripped right off his. That's why if you know he had like scars or something, but mm-hmm. said his nose was nearly ripped from off his face. We talk about of. this one. Something in Daddy's face.
1: That's all I have in so. yeah.
2: uh-huh.
0: But uh, I remember hearing it.
1: Put Gods and Guns on there, do you? I think it was
0: later. God and Guns. Mm. I think that's the album name, God yeah, and it. Guns.
1: And there's uh, the other song I like off of that acoustic album is Poison Whiskey. Yeah, that's on. yeah Drink that poison
0: whiskey. Yep. So, that wound her
1: up. I could talk about them for years. Yeah. But just didn't. It's, it. it's amazing you got a band, sort of It's like, sort of like Jimi Hendrix. Didn't put out all that much music, you know? The song, I mean, albums wasn't that big back then. I mean, it wasn't. Well, we have now Eight 12, songs. 12 yeah. you know, 12, 15 songs. Mm-hmm. It was six, and, seven, eight songs, about three songs, three, four songs Aside, side. You'd have a B-side and you'd have mm-hmm. this. And of course, you had a bunch that never made a recording. Like four walls right Yeah, it, you know, Never made a
0: release. You yeah, never made a release. It's 45 years. 45 years since that iteration of the band come to an end. They're still touring. One surviving member left. He's one of my guitar heroes, Mr.
1: Gary Rossington. Got to meet him. Yeah. Technically, she sh- shouldn't be touring yeah. because they're supposed to have had three original members in the band to keep on doing. It, if I remember right, yeah. And they kind uh, of don't play with that. Yeah. Isn't that what uh, uh, Ronnie's widow? Isn't that the way she wanted? It? Cause she had control over it. I think it was something like it, it
0: was like. A yeah, she said as long things. as there
1: was three original members in, she'd let them do it.
0: Well, I think they count, I, I think they count Ricky since he was early on. Yeah, yeah. I well, well.
1: let me back up. Not three, but three people that were in the band. Yeah. Before the plane crash.
0: Okay. Well, see, he wouldn't, he, Ricky and Gary would be the only two, but Ricky was only, he only played on a few recordings. Well, like, I think Billy, didn't he
1: play in the, he played in the, in the, the new band stuff too, didn't he? Billy Powell? Yeah, Went in some of it. Yeah, Billy. So was, they had they had several in there, but then they kept getting less, less, and less. Well,
0: Billy died in two thousand nine. Leon Wilkinson died in, before Billy.
1: Leon's the one that always wore the hat with the feather, wasn't he? He, yeah, the yeah. The top he, they called him the Mad Hatter. They have a song called Mad Hatter they wrote after he died. You know, I think. Well, I, I figure they'll keep going as long as Johnny's. Oh yeah, pushing it. And see, you know, just. Uh, well, I'm
0: sure they're still sending her money. So, I mean, she ain't doing up, nothing but making money. To kind right? of close
1: up, a lot of folks got mad when um cover Simple Man come out mm-hmm. by uh, Shinedown. Shinedown. There's a reason for that. If you know the reason, you can't get mad about it. Guitar player for Shinedown is married to uh, Ronnie's daughter. And Mama Van's aunt gave them permission to do the cover of that song. So it's all in the family. Right. I thought I, I thought. I thought they done. It's a good. It's yeah, a good cover. Good cover of it. It's Seriously. a good cover. Uh, they didn't try to do it the same way, and if you if you do something a little different and do a good job of it, but they, they didn't. But they, um, they didn't try to do it the same. But at the same time, they
0: didn't change it up so much that you don't
1: recognize right. it. Right. But they had the blessing. mm mm-hmm. So all you skinner fans, don't get your panties in the water <laughs> because they're part of the family. And
0: if you ain't Skynyrd fans, take this time and go listen to them. Well,
1: anytime somebody thinks up somebody to arm like that, it's, I think it's a good thing. I've seen Megadeth do a cover of Wild Irish Rose by George Jones. They said that George was a great friend of theirs, and they'd come to his... Uh, uh, that concert that I went to that they honored George after he died. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be his final concert. It was it? his final and concert. And then he died. And, died for and he died and I had tickets to it and they honored him. And there was 112 different performers that night. Kelly's going to see uh Winona. I spoke to the judge. Right. She's going to see and in uh, <clears throat> Huntsville. And I think Martina's going to be with them. But uh, Ashley McBride had been with them on some of them, I was seeing it, and it made, like made her mad because yeah. Ashley's not going to be on that, and it's going to be Martina. You're right. But uh, Ashley's good, she is. Yep, we talked about a song of hers. Mm-hmm. We don't need to talk about it, or we'll be in the 44. Yeah, that'll yeah. break you down like a double barrel shotgun. What was <laughs> the last <laughs> one? Bible the 44. Well.
0: I don't think there needs to be any kind of special closing. Go listen to Leonard Skinner for the forty-fifth anniversary. Didn't go too long on this
1: one. No, hour forty-five.
0: <clears throat> Y'all have fun. Be good.
1: Send, send us your top ten list. Yeah, Mister Mister Burleson, if you have one there, Mister uh, Mike Burleson. We'll read the emails on the next one. Yeah, we're going. We're <laughs> going to do that. But uh, uh, send us your top ten Leonard Skinner's. So we'll see if you agree with us, don't agree with us, or? It's
0: good to have my brother here. We appreciate brother. you
1: sitting in here with us, Michael. Yeah, it's a long drive. Was awesome <laughs> yeah, <back>. yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah.
1: found your way up here. Beat yeah. me here. Half a mile.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Peace, love and skinner. Catch my breath, real quick.
2: Get it together now. Come on. Be <laughs> professional. Yeah, I know it. <laughs>